Welcome to One World, One Future, the Bite Size Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nevison, and we highlight changemakers around the world who are making a difference in their community. Hello, everyone. Today we have with us Chloe Hiller. Thank you so much, Chloe, for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited. I've never been on a podcast before, so I'm super, super excited. (laughs) I'm super excited to interview you and learn all about your platform, Dream, Believe, and Achieve. Yes, ma'am. So, Chloe, tell us a little bit about yourself. A little bit about me. I am currently 17 years old. My birthday is on December 1st. Um, I go to Arcadia High School, and I'm going to be a graduate of the 2021 class at Arcadia High School. And I'm going to U of A on the fall semester for broadcast journalism, media communications. Um, I've been doing pageantry since I was nine years old. And I absolutely love being able to talk to girls about my platform of girl empowerment. That's awesome. So you seem like a very, very busy person. Yes. <laughs> what do you like to do in your free time? Really hanging out with my friends. Since we do, since it is COVID-19, I get to go out of school a little bit earlier than most. So me and my friends really just drive around and blast music. And of course, I love to skateboard as well. Um, listen to rock music all the time. Um, go get coffee with my mom. And I like to chill in my room. I've redone my room hundreds of times already. But I think where it is right now is my favorite place. <laughs> That's really cool. So let's do a really quick speed round. Okay. What's your favorite color? Uh, sage green. Favorite animal? Um, a sloth. They're so cute. <laughs> I agree. Favorite sports team? Uh, the University of Texas at Austin, the volleyball team. Awesome. Favorite food? Uh, ramen. Favorite vacation place? Oh, I've never been, but Hawaii, but the places I've been, um, Mexico for sure. So what's your favorite memory of 2020? Favorite memory of 2020 would have to be going to Miss Miss High School America Nationals. I was previously Miss Arizona High School America for 2020. And being able to go to Arkansas was absolutely one of my favorite things. Um, Meeting girls from all over the country and even in Canada and from um, Guam and from Puerto Rico and U.S. Virgin Islands was absolutely incredible. And I was able to be named first runner up in the entire national competition, but I met some of my best friends there. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade that experience for the world. I absolutely loved High School American Nationals and hopefully I'll be able to go back as a collegiate one day. That's incredible. And congratulations for getting first runner up. Thank you so much. <laughs> What's your favorite holiday? Ooh, Thanksgiving. I love mac and cheese. Favorite word? Um, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> um, favorite book? Favorite book was Wonder. I'm not, I f- totally forgot who it's by, but Wonder. I agree. Favorite movie? Kill Bill by Quentin Tarantino or this other um, animated movie. I'm really into anime. One of my favorite things to watch and it's called Spirited Away. Those two are completely different, but some of my favorites. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, favorite subject in school? Oh, probably my Arcadia News Network class, which basically is my journalism class. I've been a producer for the past four years. Um, I can't wait to go to U of A to study my profession, and I'm so excited to see what the future holds. But definitely my News Network class. So what's the favorite, most favorite thing that you've produced? Um, our, just our weekly show, well, our daily shows now, but, um, being able to, uh, write the script and seeing my work just go out to the school and having people come up to me. Cause a lot of my friends know I'm an a and even some random people know, and they're like, did you write that? And I'm like, yeah, I did. And it's just so incredible to people 
that people know about my work and I just can't I I cannot wait to go to U of A. That sounds like so much fun. So why did you start to volunteer? Ever since I was a little girl, my mom taught me the importance of giving back. We are truly blessed to have food on the table and a roof over our heads. And when my mom was little, she would always take me on Christmas Day. She would always take me to go volunteer with the homeless. And ever since then, I just realized that um, being this blessed, I've always wanted to give back. So hopefully when I get older, I'll be able to do the same thing with my kids and continue on doing it. That's awesome. So how do you encourage other young people like yourself to get involved in giving back to their community? Well, when you apply to college, they ask you about your volunteer hours, how many volunteers events or how many community events that you've done. And a lot of people my age or even a little bit younger don't have any volunteer hours. And I have over 200. So it, it's very it's very important that you start to get into volunteering now. And of course, being able to give back, like I said earlier, it's very fulfilling always. I agree. So you told us why you started to volunteer. What motivates you to volunteer? I did an event as Miss Paradise Valley Teen USA, and I was able to talk to a little girl about um, why I had on a shiny crown and a shiny hat. And she was just like, that is so incredible. I just want to be like you one day. And I had on my Doc Martens. And she was like, so you're like a rocker princess. And it was just so cool. It was it was really, it was absolutely adorable, first of all. But it really reminded me why I do it, to represent um, girls all over the state of Arizona and eventually one day the country to go out and make sure that you go out and volunteer and giving back to the community. That's an amazing story. And that Thank just you. seems so adorable to have that little girl come up to you. It was so, it was so adorable. And she complimented me on my boots too. So I was like, oh yeah. That's really <laughs> awesome. So what do you think is the best quality to have as a volunteer? Um, being open to doing anything when you come, um, when you show up to volunteer and they're like, okay, well, what do you want to do? You just have to be like, well, I'm ready for anything. Being an open book is super important because if they want to put you, um, handing out stuff or receiving stuff or talking to people, you just have to really be open, which I really like about volunteering. You can kind of do whatever you want and, um, well, they can direct you, direct you to do whatever you want and whatever it is, is still really fulfilling. Yeah. Um, so if you only had 10 minutes to volunteer in your community, how would you be spending those 10 minutes? Ooh, to uh, go spend, uh, I have no idea. Um, probably go down to St. Fair- Mary's Food Bank. I know it's only 10 minutes, so like that would not be enough time. <laughs> but going down to St. Mary's Food Bank, it's one of my favorite things. They always blast music and you make care packages for people in need, which I absolutely love. That's awesome. So how do you increase volunteers? Um, through social media, a lot of people across the world uh, actually go on social media multiple times a day. And when you get to promote about a volunteering or your own personal platform or something that you're super passionate about, people see how incredible you are, obviously, and how incredible that event is. So they want to go out and do it. And um, yeah, social media is super important. So I just like to promote how to volunteer on social media. I agree. So we had a question from the audience and they asked, yes. what is your favorite volunteer activity that you've ever done? Oh, uh, I have no idea. Probably uh, feed my starving children. I love feed my starving children as well. 
um, Feed My Starving Children, you're able to go and package um, food packages for people in um, third world countries and people that aren't able to get food every day. And the the incredible spirit people have in that room all the time, you get to blast music and they ended up, they end up usually making it a competition, which um, I like a little competition in my life now and then. And um, being able to just uh, usually go with my pageant sisters all the time and we just go and we like to package the food. So that's probably one of my favorite things. Awesome. So what advice do you have for someone who wants to get involved in their community, but doesn't exactly know a where to start and B how to start? Um, well, one, I would just try to find something that you're super passionate about. Um, when I started to volunteer, I was super young as well. And when I started to volunteer on my own, my mom was like, well, what do you want to volunteer on? And I was just like, well, I like to do girl empowerment and I like to feed the homeless and I like to do a whole bunch of different stuff. So when you finally hone in on something that you really like to do, start doing research on it, start going to websites, looking on social media and talking to people that have super um, close ties with those people. So you're able to go and volunteer. Awesome. So let's dive right into Dream, Believe, and Achieve. Yes. So tell us a little bit about it. Um, Girls Girls Dream, Believe, and Achieve started as a platform that I created when I was 11 years old. And I really wanted to when growing up, I was teased relentlessly for being one of the only African-American girls at my school. And I truly had low self-esteem. So I never, when I got older and I finally was able to grow out of it and being a part of incredible programs, I was wanted to be able to give what I learned back out into my community to girls all across eventually the world. And when I started, I just really wanted to go out and really teach that message. So when I was able to start my platform, it was started out as super small and I was able to talk to a couple girls about what their dreams are and how they can achieve it. But now being able to reach people worldwide is only a dream come true. That's amazing. Congratulations on that many people you've impacted. Thank you so much. So I know you have an app. Can you tell yes. us a little bit about it? <laughs> so I really wanted to do something that was out of the box and of course reach people worldwide because I didn't want to just stay in the little box of Arizona and even like a little a a box of the United States and I wanted to reach people all across the world. So when I was talking to my mom about it, I was like, well, what's something that's different and what's something that could reach even further than I could see, obviously. And she was just like, well, why don't we start an app? And I was like, well, I have no idea how to start an app. And I was talking to my uh, my uncle J- um, Uncle Jake about it. And he was just like, well, I'm an app developer. And I think that'd be super awesome because he's taking it as a course in college. And I was like, well, are you able to make it for me? And he was like, absolutely. And so it took us about a month or two to make. And then finally, he gave us a prototype. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's launch this thing. And I was able to eventually launch it, I think, in the very end of November and beginning of December. And it has grown. So many people have told me that they love the app. And I love waking up every day and just seeing a quote to waking up and seeing a quote on my phone to really get my day started. That's awesome. I have to say I have been using your app for quite some time now. And I love how it gives you a quote, like you said, right as you wake up and you can set that specific time. Yes. So you see it whenever you want to, which is really awesome. It's so incredible to have people come to me and be like, oh, my God, I have your app. And I'm just like, what? No, you don't. (laughs) That's really cool. So what gave you the idea to have the quotes pop up at a specific time that you set it at? Well, when I was younger, me and my mom used to always do vision boards, which is all about visually laying out your dreams. And when I'm able to see something and think about it all the time and – um 
you know, being able to see it every day, it makes you want to achieve it even more. And inspirational quotes, it started out as um, empowering girls who dream, believe and achieve. It started off as a small Instagram where I was able to post quotes daily about, um, of course, achieving your dreams and how you can and how passionate you should be about achieving your dream. And eventually when I started, um, when we started the app and we started developing the app, I was like, well, what's something easy and not super complicated? And I was like, oh, well, pushing out quotes to people, inspirational quotes to people every day. So that's how that started. That's really cool. So I know that you do a dream board event every year. Yes. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you've done it for three years? Yes. That's awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about how it runs, what you do at it? Or you obviously make dream boards, but a little bit about it. Yeah. Actually, this this week, this year was supposed to be my fourth and final annual one but of course due to COVID I wasn't able to do it but um with dream believe and achieve it there was three separate words so I wanted to do three separate years and um it started off super small but I gathered and uh gathered a whole bunch of posters and magazines and stickers and I was able to reach out to so many sponsors to get food and a place sponsored and eventually um the vision boards themselves sponsored but um we would all come together in a place and we would take some time to talk about how we can achieve our dreams. I would have an inspirational speaker come and speak about how they uh, achieve their dreams and how others can um, build healthy relationships and achieving their dreams as well. And we would set some time, we'd cut out the magazines and you'd make uh, a super cute vision board. And then we would all come up and present it and talk about uh, what the favorite, our favorite part of the vision board was. And of course, give feedback to the event. And after the first time, I was a little skeptical about doing it again, because it was super small at first. And I was just like, well, what if people don't show up? But the next year, it was even bigger. The next year, I was able to bring um, a news reporter come out and talk to me about my event and have a news package presented on me, which was absolutely incredible to see me on the news because of course I love the news. And, um, and the next year it, um, it was even bigger. I was have, I was able to have girls come out and we do the exact same thing every year, cutting out the vision boards, presenting them, talking about their dreams and having an inspirational speaker. That's amazing. So that's just, it probably is just the most amazing feeling. It, it truly, it truly is. So what is your future goal for Girls Dream, Believe, and Achieve? Um, My future goal, uh, well, I am going to college soon, so I'm going to have to focus on my studies for real this time, (laughs) not like high school. But um, eventually, I just want Empowering Girls to Dream, Believe, and Achieve to run itself, to be able to have an app and to have um, a website and to have an Instagram where people can see it on every platform, on every social media platform, and just to make sure the app um, stays alive and even reach even more people and have even more people download it. I hope one day maybe even a thousand, a million people can download it and they can all be inspired. Well, that just that leaves me to letting the audience know if you have not downloaded Chloe's app, make sure that you go to the app store and download it because like I said earlier, I have it and it is amazing. And (laughs) the more people that can download her app and the more people that can be inspired on a daily basis is just incredible. Thank you so much. Yay. (laughs) So if someone wanted to get in contact with you and do stuff with Dream, Believe, and Achieve, how exactly do you say would be the best way to do that? Um, The best way would do that is 
um, through my personal Instagram, I actually have my own website called teamchloeinfo.com. You can contact me on there. You can contact me through social media at teamchloeinfo. Um, and I also have an, in- an email at teamchloeinfo at gmail.com. So through basically any platform on the internet, you can find me. <laughs> awesome. And I know you said earlier that you have been involved in pageantry for a very long time. Do yes. you have any tips about competing in pageants that would help other girls who want to get involved in pageants? When I was younger, I just had really low self-esteem and I thought only really pretty girls and super uh, it, uh, accomplished girls can do stuff. But just going in and being yourself is the best thing you can do. I've been able to go so far with just being myself and showing the real me to the judges and to the people on um it, in the audience. And I've just been, I'm so grateful for pageantry for really opening doors to so many different opportunities and so many different incredible things that I've been able to do. But small advice, once again, just be yourself. No one, no one is, no one is you. Just make sure you go out there and be yourself and make sure everyone sees you doing that. I completely agree. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chloe, for being a changemaker in your community. If anyone who is listening knows someone who is a changemaker, please contact us so we can continue to expand our reach and have even more changemakers stories be shared all over the world. Thank you so much, Ashley. It was an honor talking to you. I hope everyone has an amazing day. Once again, I'm your host, Ashley Nevson, on One World, One Future, the Bite Size Podcast. And thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram to know what's happening next.